Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Good morning, good God. Today is another wonderful, wonderful day. This is the day that the Lord has made. And I don't know about you, but I'm going to rejoice and be so glad that I'm alive and living in it. How about you? Hi, this is Dr. Pearlie Martin. Thank you for joining in on my podcast, Biblical Principles for Inner Healing. Thank you guys so much. I consider an honor and a privilege to share with you what God has shared with me. How about that? Um, Make sure you share the podcast um, so it can bless someone else also. Okay, so I'm getting ready to jump in here in one moment. One moment, please. Today we're going to be talking about um, letting go of the controls. <laughs> you know, I got to know, you know, we got to talk about this. We got to talk about these issues because we need to be whole. Our soul must be made whole. Um, so when we minister to others or encourage others that it be coming from a, a right place, a, a place of uh, love and not out of our own frustration and confusion and roots of rejection or out of our own wounds, you know, um, but we will be able to minister the love of God from a pure heart and a pure capacity. Even when we have to rebuke and correct, it will be uh, from a place of love. Okay. Okay. So here we are. We're getting ready to jump in. Oh, I don't know what's wrong with this phone, um, but we're getting ready to jump in here. Okay. Um, We're going to pray first before we start. Father, we just thank you for being in the midst of us, Lord God. Father God, we come before you today and um, we just say, Lord, we surrender. We surrender our will. We surrender our way. We surrender what we want, Father, because when our want is not your want, it's contrary to your will. So, Father, therefore, we come before you with an humble heart, with our hands lifted up, our heads bowed down, and our hearts bowed down. And we say, Lord, not our will, but let your will be done done in our life this day, today, in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father, that your word will uh, land on good soil, that your word will not return void, but it will accomplish those things wherein too it has been sent in the name of Jesus, Father. And we thank you for a rhema word, Lord God. Father God, I ask that you anoint my lips of clay. And Father, as I open my mouth, Father, I pray and allow, ask that you allow your Holy Spirit to speak through me, Father. Give us a rhema word, Father, so that we can be free. Lord God, you said that if we continue in your your word. We are your disciples indeed, and that we will know the truth and the truth will set us free. And so Father, we come before you today with a hunger, heart of hunger, hunger, hungering and uh, after what's right. We're hungering and thirsting after what's right, Father. For you said, Jesus, you are the way, the truth and the life. And Father, we come before you this day saying, Lord, we want your will. We want your way. No more control, no more fear in the name of Jesus. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. We're going to dive right on in and we're going to see if we can get started. And um, we're just going to let the Holy Spirit lead us. Um, But my title today is Letting Go of the Controls. And you say, well, what in the world? What are you talking about? I'm talking about, you know, those fear issues, um, those uh, a root of rejection issues. All of those things, those anger issues, most of all, that's my main subject, really, because anger, how many of you know that anger is rooted in control? 
are you mad because they did not say or do what you wanted them to say or do let me tell you now that is a control issue but today hey there's no condemnation because today is another good day and today um is the day that the Lord has made. And today we get to do, we get to repent of what we didn't know and what we didn't do. And we get to do what the word of God is asking us to do. Okay. So today we're going to talk about anger. We're going to deal with those anger issues. We're talking about letting go of the controls. Okay. You know that when we don't trust God, then we lean, not only do we lean to our own understanding, we try to figure out stuff on our own. Um, But that's all because we don't trust God. We don't trust him to lead God and direct us. So we got to, we have to figure it out. Even though he told us in Proverbs uh, to lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways, acknowledge him and he will direct our path. But when we can't trust him, then we think that we have to figure it out. We have to figure out how to do this. We have to be in control. When we feel the need to always have to be in control, I'm telling you, that's a fear. That's a fear issue. Because fear is what keeps us from being able to let go so God can be in control. We have to let go of the controls. Uh, Okay, so I'm starting with James 4. James 4, he talks about James 4 and 1. Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasure that war in your members? You lust and you do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight in war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss, that you may spend it on your pleasure. Adulterers and adulteress, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns, uh, yearns jealously? But he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. How many of you know that God resists the proud? And when we're trying to lean to our own understanding, when we're in control, it means God is not in control. When we're leaning to our own understanding, when we're trying to figure out how to do it, you know, when we say, God, you sit over there, I got this. And and, and I'll I'll get back to you later, but right now I got to try to figure this thing out, you know. I got to figure this out. That's being pride, prideful. And when we don't acknowledge God in all our ways, we ignore God in all of our ways. And when we don't acknowledge God in all of our ways, not only are we ignoring God in all of our ways, but we can't know what God's will is and what God's way is if we're ignoring him. When he's trying to lead God and direct us, that's what he was trying to do to the prophet Baal. He had, Balaam, he had already told him not to go to try to curse God's people, but he did not want to listen. He was stuck in doing things his way. He was bent on having his way. He was bent in rebellion. God had already told him no. So he allowed the donkey to speak so he can interrupt his life. Yet he had a word in his mouth. But it was not a word from the Lord because he was blinded by his own rebellion. How many of you know that rebellion blinds us? The the Bible says that the donkey saw the angel that was in the middle of the highway. The donkey saw, but the prophet could not see. And how many of you know that when we're in rebellion, it blinds us? We too, just like Balaam, is blinded by our own deceit. Our will and our way blinds us to God's will and God's way. So I have to ask the question, are you bent on doing what you want Or are you willing to give up your way for God's way? 
For Jesus said, when whosoever loses his life for my sake shall find it. But whosoever should try to hold on to his life will lose it. What are you saying? In other words, Jesus is saying, if you're willing to give up your way for my way, then you're going to find life because I am life. But if you want to continue to hold on to your way of doing things, then you're going to lose. And Balaam almost lost his life because he was bent on doing things his way. God had already told him no. But how many of you know that God will not override our will? If we're not willing to let go of the controls, if we're not willing to lose our life for Christ's sake, if we want to hold on to continue doing things our way, God will allow us to do things our way. And that's when it's going to be hard because the Bible says that it's the way of the transgressor that's hard. Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd. And I come that you might have life. And life more abundantly. But it's the way of the transgressor that's hard. It's the way of the sinner. Why is it hard? When we're bent on doing things our way, it's going to be hard. Because God is not help gracing us to do what we want to do. Matter of fact, God resists the proud. Because a proud person don't see a need for God. You're saying, God, I got this. I'm not even going to pray about it. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to figure it out. And I'm going to do what I want to do. But how many of you know that God loves us? And that God has our best interests at heart. There is no plan A, there is no plan B, there is no there is no plan C, D, E. The only plan we got to have is a plan J, and that's Jesus. He said, I'll never leave you, nor not, neither will I ever forsake you. We have to trust the Lord. He said, trust the Lord. Trust him. Lean not to your own understanding. But once again, this all goes back to what? Relationship, relationship, relationship. Everything comes back to relationship. Because it's hard to trust somebody you don't know. So we having trust issues. That's because we need to go back and establish, you know, continually, daily. This is why we have to fellowship daily. The more time we spend with the Lord, the easier it is to trust him. It's a relationship. It's a relationship. I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about works. I'm talking about a real relationship. With the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you have a love relationship? And this is, once again, like I constantly say, God is trying to draw us back to himself. Proverbs 13, 15 says, good understanding gives favor. A person with good sense is respected. A treacherous person is headed for destruction. Good judgment wins favor, but the way of the unfaithful leads to their destruction. Good judgment. Doing things God's way. Discerning. Asking God for wisdom. God said, you can come to me and you can ask me for wisdom and I'll give it to you. Because I want you to know what's ahead of you. But Balaam was bent on doing what he wanted to do. And, And he could not see. But because of God's grace and mercy, he allowed the donkey to see. Sometimes when we're bent on rebellion and we're bent on doing what we want to do, 
God may have some people around you that can see what you can't see. He may have some people around you that can hear what you can't hear. Because when we're in rebellion, it's equal to the sin of witchcraft and rebellion blinds us. When we're bent on doing what we want to do, God is resisting us. He said, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And this is why when we're living in rebellion or we're just bent on doing what we want to do, it's hard. You know why it's hard? Because the way of the transgressor is hard. Because God is not gracing them to do it. God was not helping Balaam to do what he was doing. But Balaam was bent on doing things his way. Is You know, when, as, when, as we become disciples of Jesus Christ, it's not about what we want. It's not about our will. It's not about our way. And anytime God asks you to do something, it's going to cause your flesh to be inconvenient. But I'm, I thought I was coming from James 4. Where he was talking about where does all these fights come from? Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they not come from your desires for pleasures that war within your members? You lust and do not have. You murder and covet and cannot obtain. You fight in war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your own flesh, pleasures. So whenever we can't have our way, whenever we're not getting what we want, this is where all the wars and the fighting is coming from because we want stuff. It's coming from our own desires for pleasure and we're not getting what we want and it's making us angry and that's rooted in control. Does it make you angry when things don't go your way? If so, that's a control issue and control. Guess what control is rooted to? Control is connected to the spirit of fear because the spirit of fear keeps us from trusting God. There's no condemnation. Let's trace it back. Remember, perfect love casts out fear. So once again, we're going, we're right back where we started. Relationship, relationship, relationship. We must spend time understanding God's love for us. You guys pick up my study guide. I did a study guide on understanding God's love for us. Because when we understand how much God loves us, fear will have no place in us. Why is this? Because perfect love casts out fear. When we have confidence in God's love for us, fear will have no place in us. Don't that just make sense? That when I believe and know that God has my best interest at heart, then I don't have, I can let go of the controls. I, we can let go of the controls when our faith and trust is in God's love for us. When our faith and trust is in God's love for us. Because faith worketh by love. If we don't believe that God loves us, we're not going to believe anything that he says to us. We can even quote the word and not believe the word. I've seen it time and time again. I've heard people preach and the Holy Spirit says, they do not believe it. We can quote scriptures. And not believe the word of God. So I like to ask the question. Do we believe what we know? Just because we're quoting the word. Don't mean we believe the word. We confess it with our mouth. Remember Romans Romans 10, 9 and 10 tells us. But it's with our heart that we believe. It's with our mouth that we confess. But it's with our heart that we believe. Jesus said it's out of the it's not that which goes into a man's mouth that defiles him but it was it's what comes out. Cuz what goes in is going to come out through the bowels, you know. But it's what's coming out of us. For it's out of the abundance of a man's heart 
that his mouth is speaking. So I like to say, what I like to say is, if you want to know what's in your heart, listen to what's coming out of your mouth. Relationship, relationship, relationship. We have to have a relationship because when we have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, it's going to develop our character. How many of you know that we have to have character to go with the call of God on our lives? And we must be willing to lose our life as a disciple of Jesus Christ to take on the lifestyle of Jesus Christ. It's not about us getting our way. It's not about us. It's it's about, Lord, let your will be done. It's about being led by the living spirit of God. But does it make you angry? Are you angry about someone else's issues? Hold on one second. Are you angry about someone else's issues? Are you angry about someone else's issues? Does it make you angry when things don't go your way? If so, i like to drop in again and say, let go of the controls and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Have faith in God. Because God has faith in you. He created you. God did not create us to fail. Okay? He created us to succeed. And the plans that he had for us are good and not evil. We have to know that God is for us. And it's not about having faith and confidence in people. But it's about having faith and confidence in Jesus. We must let go of the controls. Will you let go of the controls, of your control, so the, so the Lord can be in control, so the Holy Spirit can lead, guide, and direct us? Remember, Jesus said, I would not leave you as orphans. We are not alone. He said, that's an orphan spirit. Do you feel like you're alone? You feel like you're by yourself? You feel like no one's here, no one can help me, I have to do this all by myself? No, we have to be God conscious. How can we be alone when God is everywhere at the same time? Remember, God says, have no confidence in the arm of flesh. Cursed is he who has confidence in themselves. It's not about us having self-confidence. It's about us having God confidence. Because we must decrease so God can increase. Will you let go of the controls? Will you quit trying to control other people around you because of the fear that's within you? How many of you know that when people have control issues, of course, their anger and fear, fear is the root cause because it makes you feel afraid when you can't control everything and everybody around you. Or it makes you angry when you can't control everything and everybody around you. I'm getting ready to end it here in a minute, but I want you to know that anger is connected to control. Isn't that how kids do when things don't go their way? They might get on the floor and start kicking and having a temper tantrum. Know this and understand it. No one or nobody knows it owes us anything except to love us. God said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto us. Let go of the controls. Pride is connected to strife. Anger is connected to pride. Because when we get angry, what we're saying is, how dare you do this to me? But who in the world are we? Look at what they did to Jesus Christ. Who are we compared to him? We must decrease so he can increase and know and understand that 
what other people got going on really is not about you. But when we have a root of rejection, every and, or we're wounded, or we have an open wound. I like to say, as long as it hurt, we're not healed. As long as it hurt, just know that you're not healed. And so this is why we need to be delivered. And we need to allow the Holy Spirit to come in and shine in us. And let us see those wounded areas so our soul can be whole. Beloved, I wish above all that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. We have to work out our own soul salvation. Our soul has to be changed. Our soul has to be whole so so we can be healthy uh, spiritually, physically too. Our soul must be whole so our ministry to others will be healthy. Even when we have to correct, even when we have to come firm, even when we can be gentle at different times, but everything has to come from a pure heart and our motive must be love. But let's have confidence in the Lord Jesus Christ. Let go of the controls because the reason things are so hard is because we're doing it. Because God said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And the only thing that's suffering is our flesh. The spirit is fine. Let that flesh suffer. Every time we say no to our flesh, it makes it suffer. And that flesh, it makes that flesh angry too. Because that flesh wants what it wants. Our flesh is like a small child. And it wants what it wants. It wants its way. But we don't owe anybody anything. But when we have an entitlement attitude, I can't get mad at you if you don't do what I want. Because that's not what it is. In life, what I under, what I learned is that when someone says no, it's simple for me. That wasn't who God was trying to use. So I can take a no. That don't bother me. It's nothing personal. But when we have a root of rejection, we can't claim it and own it. Now that we know what our issues are, will we allow the Holy Spirit to deliver us from it? Because we don't have to stay in the place that we're in. The good news is that the Spirit, the anointing is here right now, even on this podcast, to destroy every yoke. And to break every bondage, every stronghold. Right now in the name of Jesus, will you be free or will you hold on to the wounds? Will you hold on to the hurt? Will you hold on to the rejection? Because as long as we hold on, Jesus said, I will not leave you as orphans. I will not leave you alone. I will not leave you comfortless. One translation says, I will not leave you as an orphan. Another translation says, I will not leave you comfortless. And the reason we having trouble at uh, trusting and letting go of the controls is because of that orphan spirit. But I want you to know that the devil is a liar and God does not want us to be led by our feelings. He does not want us to be led by our emotions. The Lord Jesus Christ wants us to be led by the Holy Spirit. He said, I will not leave you as an orphan, but I, I will not leave you comfortless, but I will leave you with a comforter, which is the Holy Spirit. His job is to lead, guide, direct us into everything that's true. The Holy Spirit is our comforter. And I'm telling you, I know that to be true for myself. Because when my mom passed, and even now I'm still kind of mourning some of my lost friends. 
And when that spirit tries to come on me, that grief tries to come on me, the first thing I remember is that the Lord Jesus said that he would not leave me comfortless. So one of the first things I cry out to, I might be in the store doing groceries or anything, and it would just hit me. It would come on me and I'll start saying, I miss my mom. I miss my mom. And then I remember what the whole, what the Lord Jesus Christ said. He said, I won't leave you as orphan. He said, I won't leave you comfortless. And so the first thing I begin to cry out is say, Holy Spirit, comfort me. Why? Because that's what he said. He said he would not leave me comfortless. I, I say, Holy Spirit, right in that grocery store, wherever. When it come on me, that's, that's what I say. I say, Holy Spirit, comfort me, Father. You said you wouldn't leave me comfortless. I say, comfort me, Holy Spirit. And when I do, it lifts that spirit of grief. It goes. Because death was God's promise to us. He promised not to leave us as orphans. You are not alone. And when we have a root of rejection, we register everything in a in the wrong way. We're seeing everything from a from the wrong perspective. Because when we have a root of rejection, we take everything and we make it about us. But everything is not about us. We got to quit taking out other people are and making it about us. And in real life, things really do happen. Everything is not about you. And this is how the spirit go. Oh, well, they're just probably doing that because it's, it's me. No, they're not doing that just because of you. They, it's a whole bunch of other people they may have to go see. It's not about you. But that's what that root of rejection. That's a, we, we curse it right now at the root. And Holy Spirit, I ask that you just uproot that root of rejection. You know, Leah, Leah, the one who couldn't have babies, I know she was feeling really rejected because her husband wouldn't sleep with her, wouldn't really give her any attention. He gave most of the attention to the other sister, the one that was really pretty. But guess what she did? She took that rejection before the Lord and she would cry out to him. She would cry out to him. This is not about us. This is not about you. Everything that people do is not about you. That's that root of rejection. That's a root of rejection. And we curse it right now at the root. And we command it to dry up. So it will not bear fruit. But that that thing, it, it, it keeps us from letting go of the controls. We have to protect ourselves. We put up walls, everything. Because we are afraid of being. But Jesus was rejected by people. But he was chosen by God. He wants us to learn. How to lean, depend, and to trust in him. So that our soul, our soul can be whole. When our soul is whole. We can let go of the control. Control is connected to fear. Remember fear is a spirit. God has not given us a spirit of fear. So what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? We need to dig into that so we can dig that up. What are you afraid of? Oh, I'm afraid of people hurting. Well, God never said to put trust in people, put confidence in the arm of the flesh. God said, have faith and confidence in him. Guess what? Imperfect people, I promise you, they will let you down because they are imperfect. But guess what? Just like you. And let's not put yokes on people's necks. Let's quit asking people to do things that we know we wouldn't do. Don't try to tie the yoke on someone else's neck. The same standard in which you preach is the same standard in which you will have to live by. Otherwise, does that not make us a hypocrite? Owe no man nothing but to love him. 
So everything, some, every time somebody do something for me, I'm saying thank you to them because I know they don't owe me anything. They took out of their time, out of their schedule to do whatever it was, and they didn't have to. And even though God asked them to, they still didn't have to because they had a choice and a will. So, Father, I say thank you. I say thank you to them, but I give you the praise and the glory and the honor for even putting it in them to want to do good. Because it's your spirit that even willeth to do good. So, if you're angry at someone because they didn't do what you wanted them to do or you, they didn't do what you thought they should do, know that that's rooted in control. That's a spirit of control. Anger is connected to control and control is connected to fear. And whatever it is, it's not just enough for us to own our issues, but we have to go before the Lord and say, Lord, show me where this is coming from so I can be delivered. And so I can, what are you afraid of? Because when you can find out what it is that the devil, what lie is the devil telling you? In other words, what's your why lie? What lie is the devil telling you? To make you believe that the word of God is not true. What's your why lie? What lie is the devil telling you to make you believe that God don't love you? Because when we believe that God loves us, we can trust him. Have confidence in God's love for you. And fear will have no place in you. And when fear has no place in you, because perfect love casts out fear. And when fear no longer has place in you, control will no longer be able to control you. Because our faith, we, and then and only then will we be able to rest in the Lord. The Bible says that the children of Israel could not enter into God's rest because of doubt and unbelief. They did not trust God. They did not trust him. They did not have confidence in his love for them. And when we don't trust God and we don't have confidence in God's love for us, we too will do we're going to continue to hold on to the controls. We're going to continue to uh, you call people that God didn't tell us to call. We're going to be, tend to go to people that God didn't tell us to go to. We're going to continue to do what we want to do. We're going to continue to do like Baal did, we, Balaam did. We're going to continue to exercise our will above God's will. We're going to say things like, I don't want. Since when did this become about us? When people say, I don't want, I get to think, oh, that must be nice. You get to do what you want to do. Because I don't want to live like that. I am so convinced that my way was the wrong way that I don't want my way anymore. And the only thing that I'm going to allow to control me, lead God and direct me is the Holy Spirit. That's it. So I don't have a problem with saying no. And I don't have a problem with saying yes. But let your yes be yes and your no be no because everything else is from the evil one. And the only thing that I'm going to allow to control me is the Holy Spirit. Don't let the opinions of people, the thoughts of people, don't let what people think about you control you. Because again, that's fear. That's the fear of man. But like I like to tell people, when God can deliver you from the people, then that when he, he can deliver you to the people. And when we are a servant of God, then we can serve man because that's the order. But when we are a servant of men, then it's going to cause us not to be a servant of God because then we're going to compromise and water down the word because we are afraid of what people think. Are you afraid of what people think? When you are afraid of what people think, that's when you say yes to things that you should say no to. And it's very frustrating because on the inside, you said yes with your mouth, but in your heart, you meant no. And that's why you're feeling all that frustration because you fear the opinion of people more than you fear the opinion of Jesus. But I'm not a sellout. 
And for Jesus, I live and for Jesus, I die. So I don't have a problem with yes and I don't have a problem with no because everything else is from the evil one. I love people. And when you love people for real, guess what? Telling people the truth is not hard. And sometimes the truth is hard. Sometimes the truth is hard. Especially if your heart is hard. Because when you're dealing with someone that's stiff-necked and rebellious, the correction is going to be firm and it's going to be hard. Because the soil, the condition of that person's heart is hard. And the heart of the soil, the firm of the word. But when your heart, you know, but when your heart is just, you just didn't know when it's a heart of ignorance or a heart of innocence, you just didn't know. That's a different type of ministry. That's a different type of word. That's the kind of word that when Jesus gave the woman that was caught in adultery, you see how he corrected her. He said, go and sin no more. Why? Because he was, she wasn't trying to be stiff necked and rebellious. She was humble. But then when you're dealing with the Pharisees and the Sadducees and Balaam, you have to come firm. Why? They had to have hard words because they had a hard heart. So Jesus had to come firm. He said, you vapor, vipers, you, you uh, snakes. Why? Because their hearts were hard. And even though Jesus had to give them a hard word, it wasn't because he didn't love them. He was just trying to pluck up, pull up, uproot that thing that was in them. It's the condition of our heart that determines how we receive the word of God. So your ministry to everybody is not going to be the same. <laughs> you might can be gentle and kind with this person. They are baby. But over here with this one that's grown and stiff necked and rebellious, you may have to come a little firmer. Why? Because the, the, you know, the word of God tells us harden not your heart. We have to let go of the controls. Whenever a word comes and every time a word comes and we refuse to do it, it's adding another layer onto our heart. Harden not your heart. Today, when we hear this word, and the word for today is let go of the controls. I'm beloved, let go of the controls. Because as long as we're in control, God can't be in control. And this is why life is hard. Because the way of the transgressor is hard. Things were going to be really... Balaam was going to lose his life because he was bent on having his way. He was bent on having what he wanted. And he was blinded and he could not see because he was living in rebellion. And when we're living a lifestyle of rebellion, that's when we make wrong choices. That's when we marry people we ain't got no business marrying because we was backslidden when we married them. So you say they're not saved, but you're going to marry them anyway. I tell them, welcome to the school of hard knocks because I've been down that road too. But what we're talking about is let go of the control because when we're bent on doing what we want to do, it blinds us just like the prophet of Baal. He couldn't see. His eyes were open, but spiritually he could not see. So the Lord let the donkey see. The donkey saw the angel in the middle of the road with the sword. He was going to kill him. When we're living a lifestyle contrary to what God say, it, it blinds us spiritually. Will you surrender your will for God's will? Will you surrender your way for God's way? Will you give up those things in our life that you, we know that is contrary to what God's word say? Father, I stand before you today. And we say it all the time. But let's pray this prayer and mean it. Lord, create in me a clean heart. Father, everything that's in us does not like you. 
Father, we come before you today, this day, and we repent of being angry at people for not doing what we want because that's control. Father, we denounce that spirit of control because that's connected to manipulation and witchcraft. I had to tell someone once, it's like, uh, all that, what you got going on, I'm not feeling none of that on the inside, but you won't use your anger to manipulate or to to control me because that's a form of witchcraft. And I don't bow to manipulation and witchcraft. Now, whatever, wherever your anger is coming from, you need to go before the Lord. I had to tell this person and you need to ask God, where's this coming from? Because what you got going on has nothing to do with me. See, because the truth of the matter is you was like that before I met you. You was like that before people even met you. You had that anger when you was a child. I had to say to this person because see, you was punching holes in the wall as a kid. So you see, that anger has nothing to do with me. But how many of you guys know that what you hold on to will hold on to you? So if you're punching holes in the wall as a child because you're angry, if you don't deal with that anger, when you get grown, you're still going to be punching holes in the wall. If you don't let God deal with that, quit calling it, I have an anger problem. Remember, when you confess it, you possess it. It's not yours. Healing is yours. Deliverance is yours. As born-again believers... That's a work of the flesh. Anger is a work of the flesh. Galatians 5, 19, 20, 21, 22 over there. It's a work of the flesh. And every door in our lives that we refuse to close is an open door in our lives that gives the devil access into our lives. Let's quit owning stuff. Yeah, oh, I'm quick temper. Oh, you don't want to push that button. Oh, I have an anger problem. Oh, you know, I just got to be in charge. You know, I'm a take charge person. No, you're in control. And that's rooted in fear. So really, it all goes back to fear. So my challenge for you today is to ask the Lord for you to go before the Lord and say, Lord. And our prayer today, Father, is to show us those areas in our lives. Show us our fears. Show us our worries. Show us the cares that the devil has cast upon us. And Father, we come before you this day and we cast our worries, we cast our fears upon you. And we surrender and we give up our way, Father. We give up our plans. We give up our ideas. We give up our will. We yield our will for your will, Father. We yield our way for your way. And Father God, we say we surrender. Are you angry about somebody else's issues? Let's quit taking how other people are and making it about us because it's nothing personal. Let's deal with it and move on. Anyone who knows me knows (laughs) it's nothing personal. Even if I have to come at you firm, it ain't me. It's the Holy Spirit because he probably ran up. If he ran up on a religious spirit, it's a different ministry for different people because not everybody's at the same level. It's nothing personal for me. Because God has taught me how to take, not to take other people's issues and make them about me. It's nothing personal. Guard your heart for out of it flows the issues of life. What Listen to my podcast from yesterday. What's in us is coming out of us. Pick up my book, Understanding Your Own Issues and Other Issues. That book will deliver you and set you free. The, um, the same way it delivered me and still does uh, and set me free. That was a word that the Lord gave me, Proverbs 4, 4 and 23. I'm getting ready to end it here. You guys be blessed, be encouraged. And I just thank God for his healing power, for his delivering power. Right now, in the name of Jesus, Father God, we come before you with a number heart. Say, creating us, Lord, a, a new heart, creating us a clean heart. 
renewing us a right spirit, Father God. We release the controls. We let the controls go. And we say, Lord, not our will, but let your will. We acknowledge you again today, Father, our Abba Father. And we ask that you lead God and direct us. For we trust you. and We know that you have our best interests at heart. I'm getting ready to end it. You guys, if you'd like to support us, hit support on my button. If you'd like to support our nonprofit, We Care, um, you can find us at WeCare1966.us. We're going to be doing a back-to-school giveaway in August. Um, but we're also going to be doing a few more giveaways. So if you like to support us, if you like prayer, hit on my message button on my podcast page at anchor.fm, Pearly Martin, and um, just leave your message there. And um, you guys, just uh, join my podcast page on Facebook, Pearly Martin Podcast. Join the prayer room if you like to pray. If you're single, um, well, married, single, divorced, whatever, click on there on my page, Dating Identifiers. You guys be blessed, be so encouraged and I want to remind you to keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout your day because remember, a thankful heart is a grateful heart. You guys be blessed and be so, so, so very encouraged. Thank you.